not know. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards us. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. vision in my brain as I'm in the actual institution five years from now, yeah. rocking back and forth with a straight jacket on. And that's just like, that's what I'm yeah. like. Of course you, know, you are. In the movie, you know, they're like, oh, hey. There's a, yeah. there's a half-eaten crayon shoved into your ear because you think that's the Bluetooth. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's calling me again. He's calling me again. We're going to Tokyo. Let's play golf. Let's play golf. James is calling me. That's a banana. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> forced laughter. Forced. We forced it. So yeah, um, on the initial when I hit play, or when I hit record, Dan uh, Dan wasn't recording. And you know what? I should have just left it that way and just let him talk. <laughs> you know. But uh, it is what it is. Um, well, that music goes on for a while. I'm gonna cut it at some point. It's an and, old soap opera. Yeah. Are those telenovelas. Off the air, did you guess the reference? No, it's still in my head. And you still don't want me to tell you? No. Jesus. All right. Well, Seems you're only going to be mad at yourself. And this is time. another reference from the same show that you f- fucked up on. And I, and you need to go back and watch all the episodes. There's a lot of them. So. Show? Mm-hmm. The sea was angry that day, my friends! I was walking on the beach, and they asked... If anyone was a... Oh, that's Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. a marine biologist. <laughs> I was going somewhere else completely with it. Yeah, well... So I was way off track. And then he pulls out the, yeah. the golf ball, and it's yeah. Kramer's. Is there a marine biologist more. here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, of course. <laughs> Good, she's wondering how you were. I told her you were a marine biologist. You told her what? <laughs> That day, I was a marine biologist. (laughs) Well, uh, the cat's out of the bag. Joe's here. Hey, Joe. Welcome back. Wow. Wow. Thanks for being here. Joe, can you talk a little more into the microphone? Yeah, I can. There you go. See, there you are. Joe brought his guns. So. um, He's always loaded. Locked and loaded and ready. We like to bring Joe on every now and then. Yeah, once in a while. It's a community service thing. Yeah. Part of his. But it is nice having him here. Um Let's get right into it. Who did you bang and for how long last night? Go. My hand. Okay. About 30 seconds. Wow. That's yeah. a record. <clears throat> yeah. Longest I've ever gone. <laughs> it's incredible. Bazinga. I was uh, just, I was flipping through a good home in a garden magazine. I saw some new f- uh, floral arrangements and I was really into it. 30 you know, seconds I popped. You know, I'm having one of those kids these days moments. And, you know, kids these days will never know the joy and struggle it was to find pornography. 
Oh yeah, and and then to not only that but to store it. Right. Remember, you would always have a hole in that woods behind your house that you would dug that hole with your friends, right. and you and then like you'd mm-hmm. see the precipitation outside. And you're just outside looking at the window. Your mom's like, "You're really that's interested you in the those, weather." That's how you found those bones that one time. Yes, that's true. But like your parents would be like, "Why are you looking at the weather? No reason." You think they say it's going to rain a lot today? <laughs> there, there's a section of woods uh, over near my house, I guess I'll say. And uh, my one friend, we're young enough to where he actually thought that no one knew that that part of the woods existed. Yeah. And, and yep. This is a secret. Oh, yeah. We had and, those, uh, too. We, we, there was this sort of like weird overgrown bushy part that was sort of like, you know, sort of covered like a, like a dome area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, we kept all kinds of pornography magazines in there. Oh, absolutely. It was crazy. Oh, we had a little shovel. The thing is, we left the shovel near the hole. Right. And as kids, we thought, no one's going to come back here. And like... And the dirt is all fresh. It's all fresh. (laughs) And the the shovel's out there. Yeah. And there's, it's like, there's like 10 Playboys from like the 70s -hmm. in in a giant freezer Ziploc bags. It's like, and all you had to do was just—you dis- could have kicked the soil out and found the yeah. magazine. <laughs> it, was, it was more than two inches deep. That you didn't it. even need the shovel. It was there for posterity. Now, Fucking Joe, as a grave digger, does this disturb you? Ah. No, no, not at all. Okay. Um, I remember even like when, if you got a hold of a VHS tape. Oh. And the old the old trick of finding a, a movie that you know no one in your house is going to possibly look at, mm-hmm. taking the VHS tape of that movie out, yep. disposing of it in the garbage, yep. putting the porn into that said sleeve, yep, and putting it back. Been there about... Hiding in plain sight. I've done that. It's it's genius. Um, it's still at your mom's house this, right now. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, it's one of those. I really hope she doesn't put that tape in. Yeah. Um, but no, it's funny you bring this up because have you guys ever been to, have you, okay, some guys at work were making fun of me and I thought that this was a thing that all dudes do or all dudes have done. All okay, masturbate at you. your desk? No, that's no. not a thing most um, people do. So when we were younger, okay, we would have, we'd have sleepovers at the, at our friend's house that were guys, right? Yeah. And once in a while, like, you'd be like, yo, 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 okay, dude, 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 no, no joke. So, so Jim, Okay. And I'm obviously paraphrasing the name, you know, Jim found his dad's porn collection. He got the dirtiest one, bringing it to the sleepover tonight. So, like, we're going to watch it. And you're just like, hell yeah. And then you go. It's a laser disc. Does anyone have a laser disc player? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you, so you go to the sleepover, right? And then you'd wait till late when you knew, like, whoever's house you were at, the parents were, like, dead asleep. And you were in, like, the basement. We had a buddy who had a really, really nice basement. And he would have, it was a huge basement, and the du- there would be, like, the ringleader who would stand up and be like, I'm going to put this in. Everybody find their corner. Put up pillows. There's, like, masturbation rules. And <laughs> if I hear you, I'm going to punch you. Yeah. If you make any loud sounds, I'm going to hit you. We're going to turn the lights off. Nobody, Gary, no crying. Nobody look at nobody, and nobody touch nobody. Everybody understand? Uh, and then... That's a double negative. Uh, Shut up, Dan. Or you have to go home. (laughs) And then they put the tape in and you would have like that weird, like it would be dead silent. But you'd hear like if you listen closely here. And then and then like you'd be done, but you couldn't do anything. So everyone had their own little paper towels, you know, and you clean yourself up and you just stand there and watch it. And you're just kind of like. 
feeling shame. And then Jim's mom is like, wow, they all had colds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get this. This is what you get to break the silence. All right, everybody done? Always that one guy. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to need like a cup. Oh, my like God. A couple more minutes. All right, everybody be quiet. And then you'd like. Oh, my God. It's like Tom again. <laughs> Just wait. And then you hear. OK. Well, OK, I'm all set. Well, and then lights go on and pillows go back. And the guys at work are like, I've never been part of anything. Like, You're a homo. And all G- this all this homophobia came and out. Jim's dad was down there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. With like night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh... Did anybody else have a hard time watching that? (laughs) It just... It was just... It was no man's land. I mean, the internet existed... But what I'm saying is, have you ever done that? Um, Not to that level, no. Uh, My friend and I... I'd stay over at his house, and he had um, all kinds of cable. Mm -hmm. Showtime, Skinamax, you name it. Yeah. So, we just sort of quietly... Did our bus- no, did our business while like softcore porn was playing. Mm. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. crazy. We we'd look through the TV guide. Yeah. It would be in the TV guide, and you could like see, mm-hmm. oh, Pirates of Her Caribbean, or oh. I don't know. I'm just you know what I'm saying, like something awful. Harry just, Twatter. Yeah, yeah. Joe, what about you? You and porn? Um, I did not watch porn uh with my friends i'm, I'm oh. just gonna say that we we had the uh the magazine experience of course where yeah. you know the the out in the woods but no there were no um shady tape screenings where we all went into a dark corner and jerked off i <laughs> i mean dan almost spit his coffee everywhere that was uh that summed it so up. So right you there. didn't have like a little theater screening <laughs> I, of I, anal I mean, sluts we tried to do it once and then um, coincidentally, one of the kids at the party was in the video, so oh. we just oh my god, just it just kind of ruined the moment. Wow, okay, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So porn. Yeah, but yeah. You were saying but, uh, the internet just, now. These kids are spoiled. They are. They have. They have no idea what the struggle used to be like. And the internet right finally here. came along, and it was like great. We can look and look at nudie pictures on the internet. Yeah. But you had to pay. Yes. So you then did. it was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. You could only get to that one screen. Yeah, and it, they, <laughs> it, the pictures loaded very slowly. Yep. Yes, yes. Yep. And uh, eventually, I remember being in college and porn wasn't free yet. I mean, you could download videos. Yep. But if you want to go to a website and see something fresh, <laughs> you you could do like trials. Yep, you'd have to do the trial. You have to yep. make a fucking fake email, yep. shit like that. Like oh, stuff yeah. was it was hard. It was it was it it was a whole thing. And then and then I, I we found the rip sites which were sites that were run by people who had memberships. Mm. And they these were the first internet these were the pioneers. Yeah. The and it, it honestly the pioneers. the pioneers these people drove <laughs> these are the people that ended up driving the free music. They ended up driving the free yeah. um, movies that yeah, believe the, that all media the, the should Napsters, be free. The Napsters, the LimeWire, the Monster. It started with pornographic rip sites. Yes. Yeah. And and thank you. Yeah. Thank you to them. And uh, and now it's just on your phone. People are watching it in class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids on their phones just, what are you doing? 
watching porn, and they're desensitized by it now. Yeah. Like, remember when you'd see a titty, you'd be like, oh! Yeah. Yeah. It's a boob! It's a fucking nipple. And now a kid's like, it's a tit. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Yeah. W- like. I was just eating that girl's ass. Like. Yeah. What? Exactly. You're nine. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? So, that's life now. It is. It really is, Dan. It's weird. This so, is speaking weird of world. transitions. Yes, you're turning into a woman. Joe, how's the dead life? How's the dead yeah. uh, um, career going? Yeah, it's good. I'm, I was telling I was telling our host, I uh, am I'm going there right after I leave here. And you're going to be digging a grave. Yes. Um... For a dead person, I assume. Mm. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Your hesitance scares me. <laughs> what are some things about digging graves that most people would be shocked to learn? Shocked to learn. Um, or surprised. Well, I can tell you that you, as a grave digger, you always get the same questions from everybody. How long does it take? Mm-hmm. I asked that this morning. Yep, again, I got that one this morning. <laughs> um, and it takes... Seven years. Yes. Um, That's what I heard. You're I, an idiot. Uh, I, it usually takes me three hours. Hmm. I do it by hand. Right. Um, I know you did. Next question. <laughs> do you actually go uh, six feet deep? Right. No, I don't. That, okay. That's completely Because you give up. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't even dig them deep enough for the vault to be completely underground. I just, <laughs> it's just when I when it's I it's a very hilly graveyard. Yeah, you ever I, been there? A lot of bumps. When I get frustrated, I stop. Yeah. Um. And actually, this uh, another funny thing is that because uh, this is all hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, death um, is funny. You know how, like, as a kid, you were told you don't ask grownups how much money they make, and uh, not that it would ever offend me, but it's still kind of understood. Like, you don't go around asking right. other people how much money. But with grave digging. It's one of the most common questions. Yeah. Oh my like, god, how much do you make? <laughs> yeah. Is it per so, per grave? So like that doesn't offend me at all, but I just find it funny cuz it's one of the most common questions I get. Um, yeah. And so I'd be like, I, well, they don't pay me a ton, but I get a company car. I point to like some dirty old truck. <laughs> uh, 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 pay pay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. So it's not six feet deep. Takes no. you about three hours. You do it by hand. But you're doing it in all kinds of weather as well. Yes. Didn't you once tell me that the the ground is only frozen for like the first couple of inches? Usually, yeah. Um, the snow helps insulate the ground. So it it's really not bad unless you get like a thaw and the snow melts and then it freezes again. Then oh. it sucks. Oh. Like last winter, it was like every grave I dug, I would spend a solid hour picking through frost. With a spud bar, just like th- there's no easy way to do it. It's just that's that's when grave digging becomes the way people think about it, like imagine it to be like some horrible, arduous labor. The, when when the ground does freeze, yeah. like twelve or eighteen inches down, yeah, that it does suck, but it doesn't happen often. It can it can freeze twelve to eighteen inches down. Yeah, like Jesus. Like I said, if the snow melts, there's nothing insulating the ground, and it gets if it gets really cold without snow on the ground. So the water seeps into the soil, and then we get another freeze. Yes. And then you're just like, "Fuck my life." Yeah. Can you just throw? Can, you know what? We have great services in um, cremation. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to dig this fucking grave. Yeah. Burn the body. Yeah. Yep. He's under here. 
<laughs> is there a gravediggers union that is anti-cremation? <laughs> if there is, I don't know about it. Um, wow. Start one. Yeah. yeah. Start a revolution. You could be a union president. You could be like one of those porn pioneers. Right. <laughs> I mean, please don't compare me to real heroes. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've seen Joe dig some graves. I actually helped dig what is called a, and correct me if I'm wrong, a row? Yeah, we call them rows. I I guess it's technically not a row, but it's just just like one A shovel length deep. One shovel head length deep. Okay. I've been bringing my dog there a lot lately. Yeah. Um, And it really makes her sad. Actually, she has the time of her life. Yeah, uh, of course she does. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you, with the dog, do you tie the dog to something, or do you just let her? No, she's a, she's a. I, I just let her go. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. a country dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even though she has almost limitless space to run around, she, of course, is literally at my feet. I, yeah. I have to, like, pull the shovel towards me mm-hmm. to throw the dirt because she's that. Thoroughly in my way, yeah. Wow. You know, you hit her with a shovel once, she won't be near you anymore. <laughs> I well, I mean, I did hit her with a shovel once, and she did not move. You know, she just laid there. Oh. So. <laughs> One time, uh, Josh and I. Yeah. He's uh, a character, isn't he? Showed up. We went with Joe one night. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice summer night. I was just thinking about that recently, too. We brought a little wine. <laughs> well, we brought two uh, lawn chairs. A couple uh, and we brought Allen Poe. We brought a small Casio keyboard. And it was at night. And by the way, Joe and his father dig graves together um, by oil lantern. Do you still use an oil lantern? Is it electric now? Yep, no. Oil. Oil lantern at night. That's not graveyard. creepy at all. Whale oil. Whale oil. No. <laughs> I killed those fucking whales. Yeah. It's uh, difficult. The only kidding. whale left in Lake Ontario, and they had to kill it. <laughs> they still have oil from that kill. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're out there. It's a nice summer night. We're in lawn chairs, just playing the Casio, like creepy music, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like the soundtrack of grave digging. And we just watched him dig an entire grave. You didn't even help him? No. Not, no. Not that night. Like I said, I did do a row once, and it was... It was enough work for me for the entire month. I was done. Yeah. I wouldn't have even gotten it. I would have been <laughs> like, like, you know what? This. I respect you more now. I can't even <laughs> understand. I, I was just thinking about that like like yesterday because I was um, – the grave I'm digging now is in the same section that we were in that night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good Jeez. times, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, really uplifting stuff. Yeah. Now, I – Remember only... the Disney movie Holes? That's yeah. his life. Oh, wow. <laughs> You look like a Shia LaBeouf, little LaBeoufian. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, digging graves and graves. It was a good time. Um, trying to think of some other crazy shit that happened there at the graveyard. I haven't spent too much time there. Have you ever seen a ghost? No, I I I wish I had good stories about that kind of creepy stuff. I. Your graduation night was a fun night when you graduated high school. Let's take us. Let's let's all go back to the beginning of that night. That's quite of an adventure. So, oh, Joe boy. graduates high school. Sure. And I hope that the girl is listening because I'm I'm bringing her up, Joe. We, Evan and I, <laughs> when when Evan and I were on the show together, we discussed that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. Anyways, for the listeners again, Joe graduates high school. They're all wearing white gowns. Joe's high school is so small. That it's a, what, 80, 70-something kids? Yeah. 
Jesus. And they're all on the stage as opposed to sitting in the crowd and well, then walking the stage. Like, like a civilized school. Right. <laughs> so they're all on the stage on bleachers facing the audience. Like not like, like like they're a choir. But not like a school like where I went where they say someone's name and you're just like, who? Yeah. I don't even know who the hell that person is. I guess yeah. I'm graduated with them. But anyway. Yeah. So they're all wearing white gowns and they're facing the audience because they're on stage on bleachers and they just call your name and you get up awkwardly and walk down the bleachers mm-hmm. and grab your diploma. Sure. Turn around mm-hmm. and walk back. Yep. They called this girl's name, who must have been the only black girl in oh. 30 fucking miles. I remember this story. She turns around, and there's a giant red stain on her butt. Yep. I remember this story. She had just got her period and quickly tried to cover it with her diploma. Oh, the poor girl. Yeah. At least the gown completely concealed the stain. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't First, even tell. White. Who chose white? White. Yeah, and... I bet that was the last year they did white. Yeah, probably. The guys, <laughs> the guys were wearing blue. Uh, oh. That's all... Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guys are in blue, the girls are in white. So even still, her chances... Oh, my God, that sucks. Any of those girls wearing white is just not... I mean, white is purity, and let's be honest, most of those girls got banged out before... All right. So... What? They're high school girls. So that happens, and... Everyone there is mortified for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think any of us were like, ha ha. We were all like, oh, my God. If that happened to me, I would just kill myself. Uh, the kid I was sitting next to and myself couldn't. <laughs> it, it was a situation where, like, if there was one person I was graduating with that I shouldn't have been sitting next to in that situation, right. it was it was him. That's so, great. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that happened. Oh, God. And then after graduation. It basically, a bunch of us guys get together and we're like, all right, what are we fucking up tonight? It was one of those nights. Yeah, like we're going to destroy <clears throat> public property of yeah. some kind. And they're like, well, we're thinking about going out to this uh, cemetery way out. And um, apparently it's it's made some sort of list of haunted cemeteries. Sure, sure. And we're like, all right. Yeah. So I don't know how a group of us split up, but we end up together there. In the dark, without flashlights, I, I don't know, running around a cemetery at night, just hiding behind gravestones and screaming at each other. I had a birthday cake there, too. There was a oh. birthday cake? Why? <laughs> because my friends are weird. Because <laughs> we like to no. party. <laughs> no. Someone had the blinker part of, you know, the, like the traffic cones that have blinkers on them? Yeah. Someone had one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It was a very I still wonder how any of you ever got laid. Well, you know, if you have a gun. I I mean. (laughs) If you have a gun. (laughs) Yeah. We were hiding inside of buildings and screaming, and I don't know. It was very strange. It wasn't Mount Hope, was it? No. No, Woodchuck Alley. Woodchuck Alley. Wow. Look it up. It's made a list of haunted. Something like that, right? Yeah. What is it? Hilton? Kendall? Kendall. Kendall. Ugh. Gene <laughs> uh, pool's yeah, real shallow over there. Kendall it. in the daylight is haunted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. By the people. Yeah. And they're living. <laughs> oh my God, are you alive? Oh. <laughs> Scariest part about Kendall is when you know they have a dentist's office there. Because <laughs> obviously no one's going to it. <laughs> now come on, he's sitting right here. Wait, you're from Kendall? <laughs> no. Okay, that's what I thought. That's I'm why from... I was okay with the jokes. What do I look like? He lived in Kendall for a long time, though. 
right? Uh, a few years. I mean, mm. more of a Hamlin boy, really. Okay, yeah. right. Come Sorry. <laughs> Hamlin represent, but I recognize. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah, yeah. And we do have we do have a dentist office. It's right across from Tops, pretty much. You know? Never stops. Yeah. Okay, why don't we take a break? We'll come back and we'll Already? take off one item of clothing. Already? We're going to take a break? How much? See, I don't have a screen in front of me now, so I don't know. 25 what, minutes? Yeah, that's We're, fair. That's fair? 30-ish? Yeah, there's nobody left listening. That's Five true. We've all we've pissed away our listeners. Yeah. Thanks for that, Joe. No problem. All right, we'll be right back. Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page, at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. Okay, folks. Um, we've suspended our Gary's ads for the week. I heard he's under investigation. Well, when isn't he? That's, That's the true. question. Um, because... The overbearing government won't leave him alone. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I told him he shouldn't have sold that tank to those kids. <laughs> right. But, but it's the Second Amendment. Second Amendment. So, anyways, oh, uh, we are actually... Well-off kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're Pittsburgh kids. Oh, <laughs> there you have it. What we want to do this week is hope and pray uh, in the name of cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to make a small donation... To help cancer beat Rush Limbaugh, uh, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're focused on this week. We're yeah. going to raise money and raise awareness of Rush, Rush Limbaugh and his impending death. It's just, Dan, it's sad because cancer usually is involved with some of the greatest people I've ever met. Right. And it's it's taken those people's lives. And it makes me sad because those are you know some amazing shining bright people in this world right and now cancer has rush limbaugh yes and i just can't help but want to help the cancer in this instance right right so if you want to help raise money so that cancer can thrive again and um not be taken by rush limbaugh uh, then that would be great yeah i mean they could at least slow down ease back a little on the cancer research Right. Yeah. Just at least until he's dead. Yeah. Yes. And then when he's just yeah. briefly. Yeah. Right. Just put it on pause. That's all we're saying. Exactly. And uh, we just really hope for a really, uh, really speedy, uh, painful death for Rush. So yes, text die to seven two one three eight eight. That's and, uh, die. D ten dollar donation. I e. Um, text messaging rates may apply. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. That was beautiful. So, Speaking of death, uh, is, is there anything? I mean, you work in a graveyard. Well, actually, a cemetery. Mm-hmm. To be, do you guys know the difference? Do you know the difference, Joe? Um. Well, a graveyard mm-hmm. could could be anybody's yard. Well, specifically, it's meant for a church. So a church would have a graveyard. Okay, that's the idea. Back in the day, when everybody lived and worked and breathed through the eyes of the Lord. Yep. They would be buried at the church, hence the graveyard of a church. Um, yes, the cemetery is more like a public place, or even private, but not connected to a church. So, you said you haven't seen any ghosts there, but have you had any experiences in your life? What's the most, the scariest experience of your life? Um, well, unsurprisingly, yeah, JR's house. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've heard many stories, and even we had JR on the show to tell us some and play some recordings too. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, um, ugh, unsettling. Freaky. Yeah, we were playing kind of like a hide and go seek guns sort of game, and um, I you were twenty three. Yeah, yeah, uh, I was upstairs by myself. Mm-hmm. Um. And I had forgotten my my toy gun upstairs, so I was like up there looking for it and in the hallway. The upstairs. how old were you though, really? I was like ten. Okay. And right behind me, like in my ear, I hear Joey, and it it was so for me at the moment. Now I can't obviously like it could have been my imagination. I don't know, but in that moment, mm-hmm. the it was such a real experience. That I, without looking back, jumped down the entire flight of stairs, Mm -hmm. ran into the living room, and my cousin Rachel was like, what's your problem? Mm -hmm. And I said, JR just scared the crap out of me. And he comes from out of the downstairs bathroom. So, So, Joe, (laughs) I'm really glad you you told me that story. Um, Because... I like the way you said that. It could have been your imagination, right? But, and I, I this is what I want to, I want to go, I want to explore this. I want to explore all of this, okay? Because um, I've Probe had a it. lot of experiences. It needs to be probed. It does. I've had a lot of experiences just like that. And to me, it's the absence of being able to explain it. Yes, and also, it wasn't like I was a young kid in a haunted house and... You know, my imagination just got the better of me. I mean, if I mean, I went down there and my first reaction was Jr. just scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. But like, and the scary part was, of course, seeing him come out of the bathroom. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> OK. It was just the three of you. Yes, it was just the three of us. Oh, my God. Yikes. So along those lines, you guys are intimately familiar with my basement here because this is where we record. Especially you, Dan. So if you come down the stairs um, and you look straight, the laundry room is right there to the left. And there's that door that's just always open. Yeah. So this was my grandparents' house. No one's died here. Yeah. My grandfather did pass away while living here, but he passed away at the hospital. Right. But he was always very attached to this house. So sometimes I wonder if there's a, a lurking energy of his. I don't know, though. I can't explain that. There's no way to quantify it using science. So you can't just be like, oh, he's definitely here. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, have you a, can't... I have a reading meter. Oh, you a, do? A... <laughs> yeah. It's it's here. Well, I'll turn it on. So anyway, my my wife, okay, she's home alone. And she, I don't remember if she called me, if she texted me, or maybe waited till I got home. Like, I don't remember how I got the story, right? Well, I'm but, getting some readings. You are? Okay. All right, Egon. They hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <Like the> torture. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh shit! Oh man. Okay. okay, that's not annoying at all or anything. So anyway, she goes. So that door to that laundry room, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that door has been open since my grandparents lived here. Okay, both of them. Is my there gra- a physical door on it? Yeah. The, okay. You when you go out there, you'll look. That door is open. That door has been open since my my grandfather passed in 1993, 94. 
Oh, wow. And that door has just remained open. There's been no reason to close it because it's a laundry room. People go in and out of it, in and out of it. There's there's never been a reason to close it. It's always been open. Right. I've come here to play here as a child. There's no animals in the house, everybody. No animals in the house. I've I've come down here to play as a child. That door has always been open. I've lived here. I now own the house. That door has always been open. Before we owned the house, we were renting here. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, the weef goes, I opened the door from upstairs mm-hmm. and I look, I flicked the light on and looked down and the door was completely shut. Weird. And I'm like, Oh, that was me. I was like, Oh, uh, yeah, I shut it on my way out. last uh, time. Yeah. Did you, this is before we even did the podcast. <laughs> um, and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't understand. And she goes, just open. So I opened the basement door and sure as shit, that door is, was shut, shut like doorknob turned shut. No explanation for that. So, like, I, I looked all around. I was looking for vents. I was look- But then you think about it. The door has been open for, like, 30 years. At some point during that, if there was some type of wind or some type of vent that would have... And the door is not light. It's a heavy door. Now, I... And this is the thing my brother and I disagree. And he vehemently, he gets very angry. Mm. It's not a ghost. Just because you can't explain it doesn't mean it's a ghost. And I said, I'm not saying it's a ghost. I'm saying it's an unexplainable phenomenon. Why can't you rule? Why must you rule that out? Immediately? By the way, that's our attorney, so be careful. I don't give a shit. <laughs> our, he knows our checks don't clear. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. No, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and Joe, and that's why I like what you said. You said, I heard this was, hi, Joey, or hey, Joey, or whatever the fuck it was. And you were like, it could have been my imagination. I don't know what it was, but I, I threw myself down a flight of stairs. Yeah. And, and my, my cousin who is already prone to paranormal night terrors, comes out of the downstairs bathroom, and there was no one up there. Yeah. Okay? So, again, what is it? Is it the absence? Is it? Can a ghost be defined as an absence of explanation? Or is it just an absence? What, what, what do we have? What are we left with? Yeah, because the unfortunate part is that they don't all get together, these ghosts, and go marching down the street at night with picket signs saying we're here we're queer queer, get used used to it it. so you know there's no definitive scientific proof that ghosts exist i mean scientists will literally tell you no yeah because they have nothing right there's nothing and the issue is science is quantifiable and it's it's simple you have to have something that you can quantify or or qualify Mm -hmm. and we don't have those things we just don't have them all we can speak from is anecdotal from our experiences. Well, there there are the whole EVP things, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but s- the problem with that is that some of those techniques of, you know, the paranormal stuff and the machines that they use, some of them, not all, have been proven to be fake. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yes. The real issue comes from the fact that none of there's no control. None of this can be tested in a vacuum. So when you have um, I watched that show Ghost Hunters. I think it's really interesting. Um, They did one episode where they were in a hotel and they kept saying during the whole episode that there was an issue. They were worried because the hotel is so big that's that people were going to fuck with them. Right. And sure enough, they they got a video of. What looked to be like a ghost pulling back, which was at the hotel in Canada. 
I think so. The, Bam- Bam- the Banff Hotel. I Maybe. Over in Bam- uh, something hotel over in Banff. Well, they got yeah. video evidence of a sheet being pulled back, and it looked like there was no one there doing it. Well, come to find out later on, when during their research, they're like, yeah, one of your staff ended up spending the freaking night here, tied a string to the end of the fucking thing, and pulled it from the other side of the bed. We caught the little fucker, mm-hmm. and, you know, that evidence is, is gone. And... And I, I respected the show more for that. That doesn't mean everything that they say is magically now true. Right. However, you know, you, you look at that and you go, Of course, okay, that could be a tool that they're using to get you to trust them. To, uh, to lend credence to their, their fines. Right. But the fact of the matter is, none of what they do is in a vacuum. Right. Right. There is no control. So they did one here in Rochester yep. as well. Well, the- they're, some of them are from the area. Oh. One um, of them graduated from Avon High School. So yeah, they did the one at the library. They had the like the little camera set up looking at the stacks and I remember they showed this little it looked like a person peeking out from behind yeah. one of the stacks. It's like that and it's so grainy and shitty looking. It's like that could be anyone. It could, right. That could be a, a living person. No human would stack books like this. <laughs> right. I love it. <laughs> right. Listen. Do you smell that? Yeah, I used to work in the library at school it. and at Potsdam, and I'd I'd have to go into the basement and to get from there's two separate areas of the basement in in the library there, and you'd have to go from one end to the other. But the only way to get there, unless you go up to the first floor over and down, is by this long, very long, narrow, and completely unlit hallway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the door closes behind you and locks, and you see the the long rectangular window with some light peeking through mm-hmm. it at the other end of the hallway. It's completely dark. And you sprint. <clears throat> yes. Oh, yeah. I Trip guess. over things. You knock into things. and um, I sprint screaming, you're not real. <laughs> it's just weird. It's like there are places that just allow your imagination to run wild. Yes. That's the scary part. Right? Well, and I think I think too that it's a mi- it's a mixture. I don't know. I've had enough experiences in my life. I've had many that make me believe that there's something there, but I don't have enough data to be that definitive to say I can say what I believe, but a belief is always an absence of facts. On That's wall, all belief is. On the wall, I, I see you have large drawings with crayons with, with your data that you found. Yes, absolutely. It's just you peeing yourself. Yeah, a lot, I wrote Pepe Silva all over a lot of it. <laughs> all right. Um, but, Joe, you and the Detmans, I believe, broke into a church. Let's hear about that. Yeah. Um, well, your, I was hoping for more ghost stories, but okay. Your oh, last story uh, kind of reminded me of that because... Yeah, we we broke into a church um, like true weirdos. We didn't steal anything or vandalize anything. We it was just, an abandoned church, right? Uh, yeah, they apparently were using it just to store a bunch of crap that looked like it was for like a flea market or something. Oh you know? wow! Just like garage sale kind of stuff. But um, we got in there through a broken window, and we just wanted to take pictures. You know, creepy mm-hmm. pictures. Sure. Just like any Ooh, this teenager. Is a so. Uh, it was also like a school, I guess. And Joe, closer to the mic. Um, I'm gonna I, put I, it in your mouth. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, long as it's just the mic. <laughs> yeah. So to get to like the school part, you yeah. had to go through the cellar. Oh and right. So right, we're right. taking pictures down there, and uh, we go through same same basic idea as what you were talking about, like 
dark, scary walkway where you're like, and there were three of us, and we we're still like trying to play it cool, like we're not scared. Yeah. Right. And so we go over to the school side of the building, and there, of course, there's just a bunch of like old desks and crap, and Ugh. so. Being that we were taking pictures, we came up with the bright idea of like, okay, well, someone's got to take a picture from the outside, and one of us will just stand in a window, like looking sad and shady and stuff. Right. Yes. And yes. So yes. Jason and Josh went back through together, all the way outside, standing in front, ready to take a picture, and I'm standing in the window, thinking, "Oh, this is gonna be so funny." Right. And wait for them to go outside, and um, they're kind of like looking all around at the front of the building, and they're like, "We can't see you." And that's when I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had walkie-talkies or something? No, no. They they just were out there and... They, they were just, yelling? Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were going to take a picture, but, like, they couldn't see me in the window. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's when it was scary. So, like, at that point, I just bolted as fast as I could. Oh, yeah. Like a child through the scary basement, through the dark, through the clutter, jumped out of the window... And we walked away, and a, a cop drove by as we were kind of walking away. Mm -hmm. but, oh um, boy! Yeah, that was. That was That's a uh, good way to spend your thirtieth birthday, though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> wow, yeah, dude. Um, that's that's pretty insane. Um, no, I. For me, I lit. Uh, my dad temporarily had like this old farmhouse in like Chile, temporarily. Mm -hmm. And my brother and I had, like, an attic room, and, like, we had some experiences of, like, the, and we shared the room, like, the doorknob jingling, and I thought it was, like, my dad messing with us, and he wasn't. He was sleeping. Mm -hmm. um, we would play around the property, my brother and I. Like, we had, like, made, I remember we made big cardboard shields, and we found these cool sticks that looked like swords. And we would go out there, like, we were, like, knights, and this was, like, our fucking, like, because, I mean, we were, you know, 25 and 30. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's what you do. Um, no, we yeah. were much younger, but it always felt like someone was watching us. It always felt like we were being followed around and it was really weird. And my brother never, he's just like, at the time he would think it was weird, but like you bring it up now and he's like, no man, you're just fucking, you're stupid. And I'm like, okay. Um, mm -hmm. and then, uh, I had an apartment over at Fetzner square with my ex-wife and that was, I don't know what happened at that apartment, but that was some creepy-ass shit. I never heard anything about that. Yeah. Never well, thought they'd get their <clears throat> floors cleaned after what happened in here. <laughs> what happened? You had a lot of cats. <laughs> um, no, um, she thought that she saw uh, an apparition, and she was not one to believe in that stuff. Oh really? Yeah. She, so she was a skeptic, and she saw a full body apparition, she, and and nearly like not nearly, she like lost it. She went. She was scared. She was not. Yeah, there was some shit going on, and then I was seeing things after that. But then you start to. That's where you, that's where it starts to break down. Like when you look at it from the outside. After, mm -hmm. did she see anything? I don't know. She might have. Right. I can't. I can't tell her that she was wrong. The brain is a powerful thing. But you was know. her telling me about it making my imagination? Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, or I could have actually been seeing those things. I don't know. I it's a, There's an absence of evidence. However, one thing I do remember was we had a laundry room in the apartment. And it was a separate room. You, and You know, Rocco, at most apartments, other people live there. 
<laughs> Those aren't ghosts. <laughs> oh, Those are the people you live with. I thought we had the whole building. <laughs> no, um, so we we're I, I was on the couch. She wasn't home. I was home alone with the dogs. And I remember one of the dogs was laying on the floor, and the little dog was, like, here. and the, Snuggled the, up against your boob. Yeah. And the couch was facing the television, but behind me was the door to the laundry room. The door was always open. What is it with open doors and laundry rooms? In I don't know. I live? Anyway, so I have the dog on my chest, and she, her ears perk up. Mm-hmm. She's a miniature pincher. Her ears perk up, and she starts barking behind me at the door. And this is after some shit had already happened that was really weird. So I was like, what are you barking at? So I'm looking behind me. It's just a fucking laundry room. Like, the yeah. door's open. There was nothing. And I keep looking behind me. I'm like, what are you barking about? So she jumps off of me. She goes around, and she goes in the laundry room. And she's you know, repeatedly. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So I get up from the couch. I walk around the couch. I go into the threshold of the laundry room. Now, the laundry room had shelving, like wire shelving. Yeah. And there was all this stuff. The bottom shelf, which is up to, like, my nipples, we'll say. Um, it looked like someone took their arm and went like this and just knocked everything down, but there was no one there. Just like every, like someone just did that. And it definitely wasn't your large rot or, uh, pitbull pitbull that has, whose tail was insane. He was behind me. Wow. And I remember just being like, just like nodding my head. head Yeah, that just happened. So, Okay. Yeah, and at that point now I'm looking because I built the shelves, so now I'm like, okay, there's mm-hmm. an angle, you know, I must have fucked something up. But at the at the time though, like, I the stuff had been up there for a long time and it never fell, so now all of a sudden the moment I walk in there it's gonna fall. That timing, that timing is extraordinary. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But again, it could have been that. It could have been that coincidence. That we if, don't know. If I were a ghost, I would have so much fun scaring the shit out of people. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I was living at Laburnum Crescent uh, with Russ, shout that out house, that house. Yeah, uh, we lived at the on the second floor of a duplex, and so Russ and I had the whole second floor, and the attic, and parts of the basement. And one night, I'm just sitting there alone with Party, my cat. I remember party. And uh, he literally just perked his head up, looked at one corner of the room, and then w- his head went as he turned. Like like someone was walking? Yeah. Yeah. That- and I've, ne- I've had cats my whole life. I've never seen a cat do that. I mean, yeah, cats like perk up and hear things and see things that we can't. It doesn't mean that they're ghosts. But this was clearly like he was watching someone walk across the room. Yeah. <sighs> it sucks when pets do that. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the, that, All right, time to put him down. That story, <laughs> that story, and the dog story just reminded me of the one legitimately scary thing that happened at the cemetery, which was in broad daylight. Oh boy, you that's know, the worst. Because the even broad daylight can't save you from the demons. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, it's like, oh, what the hell? Uh, You're not supposed to do this until nighttime, right? But anyway, so, so Joe, please. You know how I said I I've been bringing my dog there lately. Well, this was my last dog, Connor. Mm-hmm. Um. He was there at the cemetery with me. Um, it was just it, I, it just us. Nobody else in the cemetery. And we get a lot of visitors, so mm-hmm. it's not a scary place to work at all. It's like a park, kind of. I mean, people like... With a put, lot of dead people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so peaceful. <laughs> so a park. It really is. Um, we use so, excellent fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, so this wasn't a situation where it was like, you know, you 
could easily scare yourself like it's nighttime we have the lanterns out and everything it was broad daylight i'm digging the dog is wandering around happily and uh so i see him over near a headstone he's he's kind of like sitting in front of a headstone a couple feet in front of it and you know how dogs act when they're when they're about to get a treat or whatever you mm-hmm. know they like sit down they right wag they're, their tail they're i'm a good boy up. yeah yeah they they do all that happy prep for the treat. Yeah, he was doing that, and he was staring up, oh boy. as if I I mean the same body language and everything as wagging the tail. Like literally, if you said, "Do you want a treat?" Right, and someone was like, as if someone was standing in front of him. Yes, like oh, that's insane, like he's dude. ready to get a treat. Right. Oh my god. So he he does that for a solid one or two minutes. All excited, and you you know you know Connor. He was like the sweetest dog. Oh yeah. Um. So then he eventually kind of just like dances away. You know, all he's still all happy and shit. And later on, he got I'm, a ghost treat. <laughs> yeah. Later on, I'm going past that headstone. At the time, I didn't really think too much of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because he was just a happy dog. But um. And like I said, it, it, that place is kind of like a park. Like there are birds and shit. You know. Yeah. So later on, when I was going to dump a load of dirt, I was going past that headstone and saw that there was an engraving of like a dog's head on the headstone. Ah. And I thought to myself, that person who died was a dog. Was lover. a dog lover. Yeah. And oh boy. Yeah. See, making connections, and, and see, that's where you're going with this. And that's what I'm saying is like, dogs are dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like he could have the the dog could have just been like you said very happy but also dumb as a box of hammers, so <laughs> you don't know and that's the thing that bothers me when people say, no no such thing as ghosts, it's like well, you don't have enough evidence to say that either and just because the absence of evidence doesn't mean something is real that's it true. just means that you can't completely rule it like I can't I also can't stand people that go well God's real because you can't disprove God. Like that's stupid. Yeah. Don't. That's so a, a just a dumb thing to say. And the same thing goes for ghosts. Ghosts are real because you can't disprove it. No, that doesn't mean ghosts are real. That just means it's possible. There are things we cannot explain. We're just learning about the size of particles. We just separated one of the smallest particles known to mankind. And before we figured that out, no. we fucking knew that. No, the- I'm fine. Oh, your penis is still there. Yeah. <laughs> But do you see what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. Um, and to be fair, I made that story up. Um, you fucker. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of making things up. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> I do want to talk about the time we went out to that place, that house, Joe, you and I. So I'll get to that. But speaking of making things up, back at Laburnum Crescent. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Was scary. It took I, me took me that long to realize right. what you were talking about. I uh I got an old sheet of paper out and I made crazy drawings on it of like an old scary woman and I crumpled it up and I I tore it up a bit and I used um a lighter to burn the edges of it and I made scribblings on it like little sayings like please keep her away. She hurts. She hurts. It always hurts. Stuff like that, like 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 a scribbling of a of a crazy person that's lost their mind. Jesus, and is and is constantly being tortured and haunted by some entity in the house. Yeah, 
and I crumpled it up into a ball and I shoved it deep inside of the mattress of the pull-out couch so that when friends of mine had to stay over, they would inevitably open up the couch and find this. Knowing you, I would have known it was you, but other <laughs> yeah. people... Luckily, you don't have friends. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone ever find it? They did, but I was because I was just so desperate for someone to see it, I sort of like forced it on them. Oh, it didn't have the same effect. <laughs> Wait, if you're gonna, st- I mean, I know it's a comfortable couch. Pull it out though. The mattress, there's a mattress in there, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And then they're like, "Did you write this? <laughs> Fuck." Yeah, um, but I did. A long time ago, Joe and I were working at the YMCA. Ooh. Of Greater Rochester. <laughs> I like just getting real specific. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> Non-for-profit, my ass. Have you seen the CEO's boat? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, he only makes $250,000 a year. As That's opposed it? to other, other CEOs that make millions. So he's, he's a prophet. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's a martyr. I'm sure Anyways, um, eat Anyways. We should eat him. He could fill a family of 17. He had gastric. Oh, really? uh, congratulations yeah. to him. He Anyways, that. anyway, we're out. Uh, Joe's like, hey, um, you know, my mom's really into this paranormal stuff, and there's something going on in what was it, Avon or not Avon, the other direction, Palmyra. Yeah, wait, something who like said that. that? What happened? Whose mom? Joe's mom. mom. Your mom's really into the paranormal. Oh, oh yeah. big time. Does yeah. she get like the crystals and the, no, no, she's she not into energy, the salt lamps, crystals, but like definitely like believes in ghosts and. Probably believes everywhere she goes, there's there's a ghost. Yeah, and the funny part about that is, like, obviously she watches all those shows, but (laughs) it'll be funny when she is, and just hearing her from, like, the other room, like, that is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're fucking watching (laughs) (laughs) Well, anything with Zach Baggins involves make me want to kill myself. Oh, man. Is that the guy from Penn State, or, not Penn State, but he was, like, the, I don't know, with the hair? He dresses like... Um, what's uh, Ed Hardy vomited on him, and like he's like the cool guy, yeah, he's like muscular. Just, yeah, let yeah. me tell you some ghosts in here now. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It's what's up. So uh, anyway. Joe's like, look, it's this thing. It's in Palmyra or whatever, and it's it's an old grocery store. Yeah, that's been around since the eighteen hundreds. Sure, and there's like a house above it, and this is in Palmyra. Yeah, okay, and in the some. Hodunk Village. Speaking of no teeth. Anyway. And uh, there's like going to be psychics there and tarot card readings and a tour of the old grocery store below. And it's like some paranormal thing. And I was like, well, I'm bored and I have no life. So, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. We go out there and uh, we we get the tour and it's fun and all. Wait one second. Pause. Put a pin in that. Is this going to be another fake story? No, this is this was real. Yeah, Son but this just bitch. goes to highlight <laughs> the the sort of skepticism. Yeah, yeah, you know that comes with this. And so after we get the tour of the grocery store, which is kind of lame. Yeah, yeah, it just it's like a little museum. Okay, yeah, things used to cost a nickel. I get it. Cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. everything's dusty. We go upstairs, and there's plenty of people around, and there's people that claim to be psychics, and there's oh, I I think I just saw an image of someone underneath. Or I took a picture, and there's. Looked like something was underneath that table there. I hate those you know, people. Those kind of people. I fucking hate yeah. those people. And then they start, then they start going. Uh, there's someone standing in the middle of the living room where we were sitting, and and this woman is like having some spirit talk through her. 
And so some other woman, you know, who was like an empath was over there holding her. Oh, these yes. people. I'm an empath. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Go ahead, honey. Speak. Speak. You know, and she's like talking and saying. I'm a, I'm a you remember schmuck. this, right, Joe? Yeah. It was absurd. And then on the floor above it is where you could go up individually yep. and get tarot card readings. Oh, God. That's another thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting sort of in line waiting to go up. And one of the women that's sort of running the whole show walks by and just takes a double glance at me. And she's in like, I don't know, her late 40s or early sure, 50s. Sure, sure, sure. You know, just kind of goes, hmm, what are you here for? I go, I'm just hanging out, going to get a get a reading upstairs. She goes, you don't need a reading. You need to throw bones. Oh, uh, and walks away. Now, God. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I was like, okay. I asked people <laughs> later. Maybe I asked your mom. I don't know. But you know what throwing bones means? Isn't it like chicken bones or some shit? And they throw yeah. them and then they like read They like read them? Yes. It's something that the mentally ill do. Yes, we understand. <laughs> yeah. So she she was picking up some sort of feeling from me that terror. Yeah. Very that, rapey feeling. That whatever, <laughs> whatever I was there for could not be solved by a simple tarot card reading. No, it's and I was a just a little freaked out by it. I was like, oh, okay. Pills. So I went upstairs and and the the fat girl who never got any attention from men in her high school was there just reading tarot oh, cards. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's always that too. Like, boys didn't like me. I'm a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you so are, she's, honey. She's reading tarot and I'm extremely skeptical. And look, if energies existed, there was a wall up. Okay, because I was very skeptical and I didn't really believe in the whole thing. I thought it was bullshit, but I was curious. Well, of course. Yeah. So she's she's like, "Mm, this means this and this means that. And one of the things I I just remember vividly was I was this was at a time when I was about to lose my job at the Y. I had already been told that I was being laid off, but I had a month left, you know, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Sure. And so I went up there and she's reading this and she's she's like. This one says that you need to keep working with your hands. Whatever the future holds for you, it has to do with your hands. Because you're so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So, I... Well, fuck you then, lady. It's just one of those things, (laughs) and, and it took me another year and a half to find like a real job. Yeah, when the prostitution that. ended. And that was with Cooper Vision, and of course I'm using my hands. Mm-hmm. And now I'm delivering mail using my hands. But then I realized, you know, find a job that doesn't use your hands. They all do. Yeah. Literally every job you have to use your hands at some, well, not everyone, but most jobs. You you, feel- sit, you type on a keyboard, don't yeah, you? All the time, and my phone. Yeah. It's so I, it's just it, it's stupid. Now I have a little uh, psychic story. I was in Buffalo. I went to school in Buffalo at uh, the Universita of Buffalo. Right. And uh, I was with a bunch of friends. This was after you were condemned and not allowed to go back to Niagara. That is correct. Um, no, I I was at I was there, and one a friend of mine's girlfriend. Um, people I don't even speak. I haven't spoken to in years, but. A friend of mine's girlfriend had a friend that was meeting us out at a bar, an unders bar. Mm-hmm. And we were just all going to go as a group and have a good time, and it was whatever. And so the the friend 
she was really hot. Um, but that's really not part of the story. But she's sitting up at the bar, and I was single at the time. What was she wearing? So I don't even remember. It was so long. Um, <laughs> but I remember the conversation, and okay. so I I was like trying to hit on her, of course, because I was single and she right. was really attractive. And I sit next to her, you know, I got the whole the good the the charm, you know, where I think I'm funny and I'm not. Right. And um, she said something like, something you know, tells me you you were wearing this exact shirt. I might have been. No, um, she said something like along the lines of like, you know, you're very sad, like not like making fun of me, like. No, she was making fun. Of me. Like. No, <laughs> No, she like almost like it was weird because the way she said it, it felt like she was like literally looking through me. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. And I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. And she goes, you 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 try and be very humorous and it's because you're actually very fearful and you're very sad. And I'm like, OK. And I felt so like small, vulnerable. And she's like, but th- it was the way she said like if you two chuckleheads said that to me. Fuck the both of you. Right. <laughs> but the way she said it to me, I was like, okay. Yeah. And so I, I grabbed, I remember I got my drink and I sat there and I don't know what spurred it, but we just started talking. It became goodwill hunting. Don't do this. She, <coughs> don't do goes, this, man. Not you. Not you. Now she begins to tell me, she said it's a couple, your fault. she said a couple of things. <laughs> she said a couple of things that there's no way that she could have known. I don't remember specifically. I just remember being blown away. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, so I, I just go, are you some kind of like, are you like one of these psychic people? Because I was younger. I was like 20, maybe. Not I, not even. I was probably 19, 19, 20. Like, are you like a psychic or something? You know, like, and she goes, I hate that word. And I said, okay. And she goes, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Anyone that can really see things. It's so terrifying that we don't really like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And anyone that's charging you money is usually fake or full of shit. Mm-hmm. She goes, I don't really want to talk about this anymore and became very reluctant. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. She goes, no, you didn't do anything. I I just don't want to be here. And then she went. She didn't even say goodbye. She got up. She went to her friend, which was my friend's girlfriend, and just said, it was really nice to see you. I have to go home. And she fucking left. Yeah. And that shit stayed with me. I'm yeah. I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 soon. And that I was 19. And that shit stayed with me. Never heard from, saw, talked about. Nothing with that. I didn't even know if she, the broad existed. I didn't even know. <laughs> it was a figment of your imagination. Yeah. Like, no clue. Wow. I just remember that that happened. I tried to hit on her. She looked at me and said that I was sad inside, and I use humor to cover that up because I, I deal with extreme sadness. And I was just like, I just, and then the whole conversation from there. And then she like didn't want to talk about it anymore, and then she got freaked out. I could tell she was terrified, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. She goes, anyone that really has this doesn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's charging you is full of shit. And then she walked away. Uh, Stephen Tobolowsky. Do you know who that is? No idea. Um, he's been on countless movies. He had a podcast called The Tobolowsky Files. And sure. just uh-huh. kind of, it's just about his entire life. Mm-hmm. But there's a period in there where he talks about having some of these abilities. And it started to affect his life. Like he, that's just sort of started coming to him. And in a way, he had to sh- sort of shut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, because the more he became aware of it and tried to tune into it, the worse it got for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, there's a this is all, many episodes about it that he talks about, but the the leader of the Talking Heads. Yeah, I think that's who it was. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he became friends with that guy in mm-hmm. his earlier, like in the seventies, sure. eighties, whatever, and he like wrote a song about having like hearing stuff Mm -hmm. and in that song he mentions having a a radio head and tom york who has a disability not a disability but a a weird thing where Mm -hmm. he hears sounds Mm -hmm. and voices and stuff like that heard that song which mentioned radiohead and that's where the the band name radiohead came from wow that's that's pretty circuitous, wild. I know, but still. Yeah, I mean, do you feel that there are some people that may have the ability to tap into something that we don't understand, or is just all of it bullshit? Yeah, I, or there's a tumor in their brain that's causing it. You know what I mean? Correct. I don't know exactly. But still, it's it's crazy because like Stephen Tobolowsky talks about specific things. Like he had just gotten like a three thousand dollar check for doing like one little thing in a movie, and it was like he and his wife like really needed that money, mm-hmm. and they were just married. And they were living in L.A. and he put it in his pocket and he was riding his bike. And by the time he got home, the fucking check was missing. Like it fell out Mm -hmm. of his pocket. And his wife got so fucking pissed at him. And she knew that he was having these abilities sometimes to like see things. And she goes, you better fucking find that check. And so he just concentrated and then saw an image of a paper check being blown up against a fence over the L.A. River. Mm hmm. And so he knew exactly where to go, and he went over to that spot and found it. See, and that's a great story, but maybe that's all it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have a way of proving that. We don't have a way of saying, oh, that definitely happened. Mm. You know, we we don't. We don't know. Well, there's that's no... what makes it so fun. Yes. I don't know. I I personally believe that there are some types of energies that exist that we we don't understand, we don't know about. I believe in string theory. I believe in alternate dimensions. Um... There is so you believe there's another you in another world. Oh yeah, multiple. I I I definitely believe, and I believe that it can explain certain weird phenomenons when certain uh, timelines crash, certain timelines don't exist anymore, or certain timelines cl- collapse into each other, which could cause some unexplainable events, which are just that unexplainable. And again, this is all theory. I could be completely off my oh, fucking it, rocker. It's not fact. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Come on, Dan. You're better than this. This is critical mass, for Christ's sake. This is a family show. (laughs) Okay. Joe, what do you think? What kind of fucked up families would sit down and listen to this? By the fire. Kids, gather around the radio. (laughs) Yeah. Well. What do you think, Joe? um, I agree with a lot of what you just said. Uh, The way I look at it is, by nature, when I hear shit like that, I usually respond as a skeptic but on the other hand i'm not so arrogant as to assume i know i know that i don't know mm-hmm. yep you don't fucking know that there's n- no n- no semblance nothing nothing even close to psychic energy or psychic ability or whatever or quote paranormal you know uh go spirits stuff like that energy whatever you want to call it like you don't fucking know that there's not. No, you don't. Don't, don't be a dick and be like, no, oh, no, dude. 
Yeah. Like, I, I, you don't know. And as far as, like, the bits of evidence that do exist, like, with EVPs or whatever, or every, you know, like, all the stuff we've been talking about is just anecdotal evidence. Think about, like, out of all that stuff, all the stories you've heard and stuff that's happened to other people, all the bullshit that you see on TV, all of which is probably fake. But if you pull it all together in one of those stories or one of those EVPs or one photograph or whatever is legitimate, that's profound. Right. If one it's it's kinda like in the Every Time I Die song, um, he says, uh, what becomes of all creation if the smallest prayer is finally answered? It's it's like what if one tiny stupid story was completely true mm. and completely unexplainable? It would flip the world on its head. It's it would be unimaginably profound the right. implications of it. So that's kind of the way I look at it. And all exactly. further, furthermore, like, what do you think the odds are that one hundred percent of it is all either bullshit or otherwise? Imagine, yeah, yeah, explainable in some other way. Yeah. So that's I. I just kind of think of it that way, and just think that I know enough that I don't know at all, and yeah. I, I don't yeah. believe every fucking thing I hear or see. But at the, I, I mean, I'm just not that sure of myself to where I'm going to be like, no, man, that's that doesn't fucking exist. No way. Well, yeah. And I, I think, I think Joe, that's perfect. And that's, uh, that's one thing you work in one of the most haunted areas of the city in the most haunted area of the city. Yes. Have you ever seen anything there? Um, I've heard sounds in the morning or, um, uh, a lot of times, uh, that's the bathroom. You work next to the bathroom. <laughs> no. Um, I, I used to get there really, really, really early in the morning before anyone else got there. It would just be mornings where, you know, when you just, you know, you get that sense that someone's walking up behind you. Yeah. And you just turn around and be like, hey, good morning. You know what I mean? And then I do that, and there's literally fucking nobody there. You know, and I think I want to go back to the, what you were saying, where the arrogance of of the I know, and that's why I can't stand religion. That is the number one reason why I am non-religious and can't stand religion. Yeah. Of all the atrocities religion has caused, it is that arrogance you know. of, yeah. I know and you don't. Yep. Yeah. Fuck you. No, and you don't. You cannot have a conversation with people like that. No. No, you really can't. But I'll give you a real quick real quick anecdote um, going along with our haunted stories. Um, <clears throat> this shelf here that has all my pops on it. This shelf was once up in the living room where the piano is currently, okay? Mm. Up against the uh, up against the wall. So there was there were pictures on it, picture frames on it, okay? And the picture frames, I and the some mornings, not every morning, some mornings I would find them all fucking moved. Like someone actually moved them. Oh. So I'm like, "Oh shit." Holy shit, right? So I'm like setting up my camera with the tripod. I'm fucking, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I know what this is, right? Like the ghost can't see you doing that. Right, exactly. So I'm like, something's going on. I'm like, that fucking shit. And it was pictures of my grandparents. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. grandfather, you know? So um, I'm now working to figure out what the hell's going on because it was like wild, right? Well, Daniel and uh, and Joe... <laughs> Um, turns out that is the heaviest traffic area of my house. And every time you step on the floor, it vibrates enough for the photos to move. So if we have, 
So on the mornings when I'd find them all moved, it's when we had multiple guests going back and forth, right. walking in front of it, and moving. Yeah, they would vibrate a little bit. and There was yeah. no ghost. It was simply stated people fucking walking by. So again, to have an open mind enough right. to say, okay, ghosts might be real, but in this instance... There's no evidence of any ghost. Yeah. It was just a high traffic area. And you're but what about the blood writing on the back? I did this. Oh, that's a whole other story okay. for another time. So uh, thanks, Joe. When we come back, we're going to um, share our fuck yous because... Uh, one second. One second. Oh, okay. the, um Joe, The go. arrogance religion story. I like story. it. Yeah. Please. Um, the other day, Dan asked me if I had... Uh, seen any new good like shows or movies or anything yes and that the whole uh arrogant religious people thing just reminded me of the show afterlife with Rick yes, oh, yes. We, we've talked about that Dude, on the show we love yeah. it i i love that show yeah the uh one of his co-workers asks him like how how is it that he doesn't believe in god yeah and he's like well which god and she's like you know, he's like, well, do you mean like Zeus? Or yeah, yeah, Mish? he starts naming all these ones. Yeah, yeah. Allah. And she's like, no, like God from the Bible. And he's like, okay, so you don't believe in Zeus? or She's like, no. And he's like, that's exactly how I don't believe in your God. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Right. So, that and is I would recommend best. that show to everyone. Yeah, and then she goes, well, what's the point? Eleven, then. He's like, well, so what, you get... You hear about, you're watching a movie and you decide to turn it off halfway through because you don't know what the ending is? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. He says it, it, it makes life all the more precious every moment mm -hmm. because, because that's it. Exactly. But I love that show and I love Ricky Gervais. Yeah, me too, dude. Oh. Me too. And um, what do you say? The way he talks to his dog. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Season what? He is not a cunt or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To oh the guy. Who Season two comes out in April, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. I think so. Can't so, wait. Yeah. If you need something to watch, definitely watch that because it's only six half an hour episodes. So it's essentially the length of a long movie. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. Great show. Thanks, Joe, for sharing that because, again, love that show, and I think our listeners are big fans as well. Yes. All right. We'll be right back, everyone, this time for real. Uh, we'll come back with our fuck yous. Stay tuned. Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page, at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. And we're back. Oh, sexual. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Fuck you. Who wants to go first? Fuck you. Yep. Now that I'm in tune. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Fuck you to the court systems. I'll just go first. Um, <laughs> you know, Dan, do you want to go first? It's like, I don't know how to run court, but I can tell you the way it's run right now is inefficient. Now you're talking about family court. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're sitting in there in the county sheriff court system, and you know they're calling people. You're just like, yeah, you arrive at 9. It's supposed to be at 9. You're there at 1030 still. They haven't called you. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the? come on. This is it. Can and I tell this you? This is the best we can do. And it's ridiculous. Everybody you see up there, they're just—they end up just telling them to come back at a later date. 
They, like it's amazing yes. how nothing gets resolved. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't. Uh, they're not here. Okay. Well, we'll reschedule. Yeah. So there's eight different attorneys that have to be elsewhere. And it's it, crazy. And it, it, yeah. it's a parade of fuck ups that judges give too many chances to. Like yeah. These Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. No. I and and you're right. Now, Joe, have you ever had to deal with family court? Um, not family court. Okay. So family court is the seventh circle of hell. And Dan, you, you now know about it. Cause I remember yeah. I told you about it before and yeah. you didn't know. And well, then like you, I believed you and then but you it was, went. It's different when you have to go through it yourself. You're just like, fuck, this is so inefficient and awful. And what are you wearing when you go? What do you wear? I try and dress up nicely. I don't wear a full on suit and tie, <laughs> but do you wear a because tie? Because I'm not, I'm not implicated in any of this. Doesn't I'm, matter. I'm just a foster parent you that sits s- in the back corner and is not allowed to speak. And and you, but you should so still. Like, I wear like a nice sweater, a nice you know, nice pair. Sometimes, usually jeans, but they're not shitty looking. You know, not okay. dirty or anything. But you see the sweatpants. Yeah, people show up in yeah. sweatpants or leggings. It's like what the. F- I have been there so many times. I have seen one court case came out, and the man and woman were still screaming at each other, walking out of the court. Like three cops had to run over there and break them up. I saw a full on brawl. And it's always coming out of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. You took my baby. That's my baby. And they're just beating the shit of each other. I'm just sitting there going, hmm, well, I'm glad I'm here. And yeah. I'm wearing like shirt, tie, dress pants, dress shoes. Yeah. And these people look like they just got back from the club. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like, yeah, the guy's wearing $400 worth of jewelry. Can't pay child support. Can't pay child support is his pants are hanging down by his ankles, but he's rapping to himself. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be the next rapper. Exactly. Yeah. Um, none of them turn their phones off. Yeah. Hang They're on, just, hang on, Judge. One second. Yeah. Yeah, what up, Shorty? <laughs> I'm at court right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll hit you up later. So so d- d- is there more to this, please? No, that's it's just my frustration with the entire system. And I'm not saying that I have a better way of doing it, but I don't know. It just really, really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It's not efficient. No. So fuck you. Thank you. You want me to go, you want me to go next? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I'll go next. So, um... I've talked about this before on the show. I'm not sure if it was one of my fuck yous or not, um, but I do remember that I, I have, you know, dealt herpes. with with this before. Yes, and herpes. And the herpes virus <laughs> is very serious. No, um, in all seriousness, and I just heard noises. I'm just checking the cameras. No, I guess not. Anyway. Um, I heard those noises, too. You're not crazy. Okay. So, like, are they home? I don't see. But in this case, I think we have audio evidence of those noises. So we know the noises exist. Right. Now we have to investigate. I mean, I don't see... You didn't see her come back yet? No, because no, it would come up on the cameras. She, that would have tripped the camera, and nothing's been tripped. Like, it sounded like someone just came into the house and took off their shoes. Yeah. Hello? I, I invited some people. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. They're up there, like, partying. Right? <laughs> yeah. See? That's the shit I'm talking about. But anyway... So my fuck you, uh, again, I don't know if this is fuck I know I talked about it before, but I'm not sure if it was a fuck you or not. Yesterday, I go, last night, I go to Wegmans. Mm-hmm. Last night, I go, okay? Uh, I wanted to get a little late night snack for me and the Weef, okay? Saturday night at a Wegmans. Yeah. Party. But, but it's like, you know, it's, it's late, you know, not a lot of people there. So I walk in, and three women, I'm walking out, and three women walk in at the same time. Two of these women... Able-bodied, 
go and immediately get into one of the wheelchair carts, the ones with the mechanical, motorized. the motorized carts, right? Yeah. And one of the women grabs a cart. And she looks at the other two and goes, why do you guys do that every time? Yeah. And they go, they're here. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You know what? My mom has to use those. And she she walks with a cane. She has no cartilage in her knees. Terrible. She yeah. needs those to get around the store. Get it? And so that. She needs those. Get it? Shut up. Because of the knee thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Dan, I want you to leave. <laughs> it's offensive and piggish. It's bone on bone with her, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, seriously, though, that was a good one, Need. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's a good fuck you because, you know, sometimes she goes to the store and those things aren't around. And it's like she basically, if if she doesn't have access to one of those, it's basically like she has to sit there and wait for one of them to be returned. Mm-hmm. She cannot walk around the store. And you know, has to be charged. Yeah. at the... Wegmans, I feel like there was another Wegmans where if they, the motorized, if they weren't around, they had a sit down in a cart thing with like a wooden bench to it that you could push. So imagine like a wheelchair with a cart in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you couldn't find one of those, if you had a friend or a loved one, they could push you around. But what I'm saying is why, if I was, if I worked for Wegmans. I would go up to them and say, excuse me. Yeah, get the fuck out of that. You need to return that. That is not a toy, yeah. and that is not because you're lazy. And I look, and it's 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 young women. Every time, it's young women. Mm-hmm. And they have... I, I have seen two young women following each other in them. There's no problem with them. They're just on their phones. You just see them scrolling on their phones, and they're driving around, and they don't need it. You don't need it. You're a piece of shit if you're using one of those and you don't need it. I don't care who hears this. You are a piece of shit. That's what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my fuck you. Fuck you to them. Joe? That was a good fuck you. Um, Thank you. And that that just sort of made me think of my fuck you, which I just thought of right now. Um, in the spirit of uh, calling out pieces of shit. So... If you throw garbage out of your car window, Ugh. like you eat McDonald's and you just fucking throw the, the shit out the window, the bag and everything, you're a piece of shit. Yep. It's a special, a very special kind of piece of shit mm-hmm. who collects their garbage in their car in right. a grocery bag, keeps their car tidy, it literally ties up the bag when it's full, a bag of garbage, right. and fucking throws that out the window. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, I think any littering you've, you've is already, bad. Oh, yeah, I know. But to, when it's to the point where you've collected all the garbage. Mm-hmm. Right. All you have to do bag, is just put it in a garbage bag. It's tied can. up. You have a little garbage mm-hmm. bag. Yeah. All you have to do is put it in a trash can. They fucking throw it in a ditch. I was at a stoplight, Joe, last year, so maybe two years ago, and this person was just chucking out garbage gar- oh, out of the window at, a, at Latta and Long Pond. Come on. I called the police. I was so angry. I, I don't blame you. I was just like, this is just, ha- if you bring a cop over, the literally you'll see the garbage in the middle of the fucking road. This is their license plate. I'm right behind them. They drive a blah, 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 blah. I don't know what, what happened to them, but I hope that the cop went out and shot them. I hope that they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be good. I'm sorry. Just, we, we just have too many people in the world 
at this point to for us as a society to put up with these kinds of pieces of shit. And it's that's why I, I'm I'm applauding the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, let's go, baby. Let's yeah. go. We need a good plague. Honestly, Joe, you're absolutely right. There's too many of us. Yeah. I, I, How many Chinese have died? I don't know. It's infinitesimal compared to how many Chinese there actually are. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that, yay, well, people that are dead. Come. But this earth could stand to lose a few. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of lose a few, I'm sorry, Dan. I know this is out of character, but I have one more fuck you. Oh, why not? Go I ahead. just, I do. We have the time. So. Okay. Yeah. Spew. Um, Spitfire. This comes back to Wegmans, okay? Mm. Get... Over the bag thing. Oh, right. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it. We don't care about your opinion, okay? We know <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It used to be this way. It's not that way anymore. Cry me a fucking river. I'm in line. I got my children with me. I've got my wife with me. I've got a, a cart full of fucking groceries. And I'm about to spend a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Lady in front. I want bags. <clears throat> okay, well, we don't have the bags anymore. Well, I don't, how am I supposed to carry my groceries then? Well, we, we gave a whole bunch of warning. Yeah, and, yeah where well, are these? I, there was a couple in the car next to me that were yelling at each other because they had just found out about it. Are you under a rock? Did yeah. you not know? Well, this so she goes. How how seldom do those people go grocery shopping? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and then right. she goes, well, I see you got paper bags. And she goes, yeah, the paper bags are five cents a piece. I'm not yeah. paying five cents for bags. She goes. The poor, it was a young man. Yeah. The poor young man was like, I- I'm sorry, they're five cents a piece. Well, I think I didn't know, so you have to give me one of those bags. And she points at like the one dollar ones. Yeah. And he's like, I-, I can't just give them to you. They're a dollar. I want to talk to a manager. How how old was this woman? Mm, probably early 40s. Oh, wow. boy. Okay. Because my original fuck you until you, you did the whole you're a piece of shit thing that uh, inspired the garbage sure. one. Mine was also going to be Wegmans, and it was, I'm sorry, it may be a harsh generalization, but usually older people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bringing full carts of groceries through these seven items or less line. Oh, God. I just want to pay for my fucking sub. Yeah. And there's an old guy, who, I don't, I didn't realize, with fucking 40 <laughs> items, and you can see the poor young cashier is too afraid to say anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I, you, you just want to, you want to. Beat him to death with his cane. Yeah. So when you just said your second fuck you there, I'm sorry. I did assume it was an, an older woman. No. Yeah. It, so she gets all indignant. The manager comes over and goes, you can either buy the paper bags for five cents or you can pay, pay for the bags that you can reuse mm-hmm. for a dollar. I can't be- I can't believe this. Just give me the paper bags. And I'm sitting there going, lady, I don't have time for how fucking stupid and ignorant you are. I don't have time. I need to get the children home. I need to put the groceries away. Look. I've got I bought 17 of these fucking bags, okay? And this is another thing. I can't remember to put those bags back in my car for the life of me. Yeah. It's All right? hard. It's hard. You're not used to it yet. No, right. but I will. I'll get there. I think that there's fair criticism, but I also think that we need to move forward. Yeah. And there's certain things that are worth complaining about and certain things that aren't. Yeah. And I think a lot of the complaints that we're hearing from the peanut gallery is just that it's change. They don't like change. I I don't like change. Um, But the fair criticism, I believe, is that, okay, one of those plastic bags that you buy from Wegmans, the reusable kind, um, in order to save one plastic bag, you have to, because that's made up of 131 bags, Mm -hmm. one of those. So you have to use that 131 times before you've taken one bag out of the equation. I I also think it's kind of funny that... Million um, years from now? 
And go ahead, Joe. Coming from a grocery store family, my grandpa owned a Big M. Um, it's kind of funny thinking back that they introduced plastic grocery bags because the paper yes. ones were so quote bad for, for the, the environment. environment, right? And now they're taking. We're losing out. all the trees. We got to stop. We got to save the trees. Yeah. And now we're making all this plastic, and it's end up ending up in the ocean. Yeah. But I saw another thing online that it's like. Everything in the store I is made too. out of plastic. Yeah, man. Everything is made out of plastic. And there's there's a good, uh, yeah, like, yeah, you know, to an extent that's true, but what else are you going to put fucking ketchup in? And I know. Also, I, how fast do you go through a container of ketchup? Mm-hmm. Like, should it be uh, made of wood? Right, uh, and uh, I've uh, said <laughs> this before. Like, <laughs> it's like there's a difference between a container of ketchup being plastic and using tiny, super thin plastic bags to literally just carry, you know, the toilet paper you brought from your car into the house and that's it. How, you know, like how long do you usually have these containers? A very long time and then you recycle them. Right. So it's a, it's a little different and um, yeah, it's also like you got to start somewhere too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, and, and, I'm on board. I mean, I'm fine. I'll bring whatever I want in to bring my groceries home. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't bother me, but I don't like it when a company says we're doing it because of this when in reality, I don't think that's their true motivation. Yeah, I agree. It costs Wegmans money to buy those plastic bags and then give them away for free. Mhm. Okay? Mhm. And what they're doing now is they're selling you plastic bags. Mhm. You think those reusable bags actually cost a dollar to make? No, no, they they're don't. sewn in Bangladesh by five-year-olds. Right. So yeah. they're making money off of these plastic God, bags. Those kids. But the thing is, and is now Hefty and whatever other company you want to name is going to make money in the aisle where all the plastic bags are sold because now people can't use them for their cat litter or picking up their dog poop but, or whatever. I, so this is a good point. I, I agree with your point 100%, but conversely looking at it, adapting the market to go f- to a more environmentally friendly law right. and adapting to still make money. So couldn't we say that Wegmans is a good example for when we, I don't know, leave Win-win. oil, yeah, go to electric cars? Right. Why not use the market that's moving towards environmentally friendly to still make money? Right. So this law came out, New York State law, no more plastic bags, it's an environmentally friendly law. That's the purpose of that law. So now Wegmans adapted their market to still meet their margins and still adapt to that law. So then why can't we extrapolate that to looking at moving from oil to electric? I'm, I know it's a jump, but what I'm saying is as an example, no. companies right. can still make their bottom line by adapting to the market instead of saying, no, clean but, oil, But clean my coal. point is that one one-time use plastic bag from Wegmans usually gets used twice. Right? Yes, but it's not recycled. It's just thrown away. But it gets used twice. Sure. Now, that one of those reusable bags, 131 plastic bags, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It costs to make that. Now. You can fit a lot more stuff in there than one plastic extrapolate bag. Extrapolate this, though. If you go and you use it once a week, it's 52 weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. You're only using it 52 times a year. Mm-hmm. So that's two and a half years Mm -hmm. before that bag is used once, essentially, Mm -hmm. for its life. So essentially, if I'm using a regular plastic bag twice, 
that means it would take you three years to offset it. Sure. Are you really going to be using that bag for three years before you're done with it? Probably. I don't know. I mean, I, I think don't know. I, I think I think I will. I see your it's point. Possible. It's yeah. possible. I see your point. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying, yeah, I think I could use it in three years. I think I use it in three years. Okay. Fair oh. enough. And I hope that you're right. I just, so I'm just i just saying it's Because where it's the fuck is that bag then? Because right <laughs> now, we're all we're doing is producing more plastic. That's the irony. And we're hoping and betting in the long run that it pays off. But it's fractional. The problem isn't our use of plastic. The problem is that recycling it is more expensive than it is to make it. So changing the recycling procedures in order to we make it more affordable. We have to fix the recycling. Right now, recycling companies have to pay other countries to take our plastic to recycle it. Mm -hmm. It costs too much money. Well, we, uh, that could be a whole industry here and in, in creating jobs. Yes. But, you know, the Trump administration. But, God, we didn't talk about him today, and I really don't want to get into that right now. The dump. Well, another thing as far as, like, going back to the to the lady who was a pain in the ass about paying five cents for paper bags or whatever culturally like it, people talk big when it comes to like saving the environment and climate change and all that but if we can't get people to just remember to bring a reusable bag into the grocery store if we can't yeah. implement a change as simple as this right that seems to be like people are just so pissed off about and you know causing such an uproar how how are people going to make larger, more significant right. changes? Exactly, so. that's true. We can't even fucking bring a bag into the grocery store. Yeah, that's and how we, we can't even we, we can't even deal with the plastic yeah. to paper switchover. Right. You're right. It's like, yeah, man. I'm just we're gonna, you know, fields of windmills. I'll I'll just stop driving a car, and I don't know. I I think people are so selfish and stubborn that in this country, at least, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a way of life, and we don't want to change. It. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, we're all about the the good changes as long as we can still live in our mansions and yeah. have modern conveniences for have every three TVs fucking... running. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, but I think that too, and we'll talk about this another time. But focused outrage, um, everyone's outraged about the bags, but no one's outraged about the real issue with Wegmans, and that's the update to their app. It's awful. Just bring it back to where it used to be. Okay. So the app is the new app is garbage, and we should all be outraged about that. Not I wonder bags. if my mic is picking up my stomach growling. It might be. So on that note, then Joe, we're yeah. gonna release you from the shackles and let you leave. Yeah. Thanks right. so much for uh, coming and interviewing under duress. We appreciate yes. that. It was yeah. awful. Um, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I want to thank our friends over at the Genesee Beard Company. I uh, want to thank uh, the guys over at Don'tForgetATowel.com where you can get all your geekly news. I uh, want to thank uh, Matt and Mia at hashtag Matt and Mia. Go buy a car or a, or a house. Yep. From, uh, from go just, just search hashtag Matt and Mia. Yeah. Just all do it. Do it now. Um, you can catch me, your Rockness Monster, tomorrow recording with the Star Warriors podcast. Check that out. Um, and uh, I guess that's about tomorrow, it. Tomorrow, meaning... When they get this episode a week from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I got off tomorrow, so I might be able to get this one out. You always quick. say that. I know. Okay. Party on, Wayne. Bye, everyone.